For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the sacrifice of praise this is part one of the series the title of this teaching comes from jeremiah in chapter 33 and verse 11 which reads the voice of joy the voice of gladness the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride and the voice of them that and the verse goes on to say those that will bring the sacrifice of praise So in the King James, where we have the phrase, sacrifice of praise, it comes from the Hebrew word todah. And the Hebrew word todah means thanks. And this word todah is the word that is used in the Bible to refer to the thank offering. So we can read this verse from the Hebrew, those that bring the thank offering into the house of the Lord. So what is the purpose of this thank offering? The verse goes on to say, I will end the captivity of the land as at the first, says the Lord. Spiritually, our lives is our land. And the primary point that we're going to make regarding this teaching on the thank offering or the sacrifice of praise is the thank offering is the medicine for healing our wounded heart. And what causes us to have a wounded heart? Often it comes from offenses that happen in our lives. It could come from other people or it can be a result of some form of disappointment that comes into our lives that causes us to withdraw from the God of Israel and our love and service to him. So what we're going to see in this teaching is that the thank offering is a proclamation that we make to the God of Israel thanking him for his goodness, his kindness, his mercy, and his compassion, which he shows and expresses as we live our lives. A thank offering is associated with also declaring, when disappointing events happen in our lives, that the God of Israel is sovereign, and he rules in the affairs of men. And even though things happen in our lives that we do not understand and can't explain, we continue to confess that the God of Israel is sovereign, He's king of the universe. He is good and his mercy endures forever. And that he is the potter, we are the clay. And as the clay, we need to let the potter mold, shape, direct, and govern our lives. So a thank offering, a todah, a sacrifice of praise, is thanking the God of Israel 
for who he is because of who he is. And because sometimes the God of Israel asks us to do this, even though some unpleasant things happen in our lives, this is why the King James translate the Todah, or thank offering, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, as the sacrifice of praise. So what is the sacrifice of praise? We are told in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, the spiritual meaning of the offering of Todah to the God of Israel, or a thank offering unto him. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, it is written, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So once again, looking at Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, where it says, For those that bring the sacrifice of praise, this is the Strong's number 8426 in the Strong's Hebrew Dictionary. It's the Hebrew word todah, which means thanks or a thank offering. And we can express this thanks to him by praising him with our tongue, in the lips of our mouth, as well as in song. Todah, a thank offering, and because sometimes we are called to offer this thank offering to the God of Israel, regardless of how we feel, even though we may have a wounded heart, that is why it's sometimes translated as sacrifice of praise. And giving thanks to the God of Israel is a lifestyle. In Psalm chapter 50, verse 23, it is written, Whoever offers praise, todah, a thank offering, glorifies me. And to him that orders his conversation, and what the King James translates as conversation is the Strong's number, 1870. It's the Hebrew word derek, and it means a path, a road, a way, or a course of life. So the verse says, to him who orders or lives his life in praising the God of Israel for who he is, because of who he is, will I show the salvation of God. Because the salvation of God is ending the captivity of our land, as it says at the end of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11, which spiritually represents some event that happens in our life which causes us to have a wounded heart. In Leviticus chapter 22 verse 29, we are told that the thank offering is to be given to the God of Israel of our own free will, as it is written. And when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving, a todah, under the Lord, offer it at your own will. The todah, the thank offering, is to be given to the God of Israel daily. What we praise him for today is only good for today. We have to thank him tomorrow and continually for his mercy, his kindness, his compassion, and his goodness, which he bestows upon us when we live our lives. In Leviticus chapter 22, verse 30, it is written, And on the same day it shall be eaten up, referring to the todah, the thank offering. You shall leave none of it until the morrow. I am the Lord. So we give a todah or a thank offering to the God of Israel because of his blessings in our lives. In Psalm 116, verse 12 and verse 17, it is written, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will offer to you the todah, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. The bride of Yeshua gives him 
todah, a thank offering. And she does it continually. The beginning of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11 is wedding talk, as it is written. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. And the voice of them that... So what is this wedding talk or bridal language associated with? To them that will bring the todah, the thank offering, the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Spiritually speaking, Zion is a term for the bride of Yeshua. And we can see this in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3 and verse 10, as it is written, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. So the subject is Zion. And then it goes on to say, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. We can see how spiritually Zion is associated with being the bride of Yeshua in Isaiah chapter 62 verse 1 and verse 5 as it is written. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace. Once again, the subject is Zion and it goes on to say about Zion in Isaiah 62 verse 5 For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. We can see the association of the bride of Yeshua being comforted in the Todah or thank offering in Isaiah chapter 51 verse 3 as it is written. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. So what is her waste places? It is those things that happen in her life that causes disappointment, that makes her feel desolate and alone. Those things that could cause her to question why certain things happens in her life, which can cause her to have a wounded heart. But the God of Israel promises that if we will offer a todah, a thank offering unto him, that he will make her wilderness like Eden. And the Hebrew word Eden means paradise. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving or todah in the voice of melody. So next, as I've been sharing with you from Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11, we can see the association of the thank offering being connected with ending our captivity. So in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11, it says, Those that bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, for I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, says the Lord. A wounded heart is spiritual captivity. And we can see the association of healing our wounded or broken heart with the todah or thank offering in Psalm 147. And so in verse 3 and verse 7, it is written, He heals the broken in heart, he binds up their wounds. Sing unto the Lord with todah, thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. So in Psalm 107, verses 25 through 27, we see how the God of Israel permit storms or trials and tribulations to come into our lives. So in Psalm 107 verses 25 to 27 it is written, And he, the God of Israel, commands and raises the stormy wind which lifts up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. 
So what happens when we experience trials and tribulations in our lives? We become deeply concerned because the verse goes on to say their soul is melted because of trouble. And sometimes our trials and tribulations causes us to wonder if we will ever see the end of the tunnel. In other words, sometimes we feel like we've come to the end of ourselves. And we see this expressed in Psalm 107 verse 27 as it is written, They reel to and fro, and they stagger like a drunken man, and they are at their wit's end. So if we're spiritual, if our hearts are unto the God of Israel, what will we do when we are experiencing trials and tribulations? We would do like the children of Israel did when they were oppressed by Pharaoh. When in Exodus chapter 2 and in verse 23, we see that the children of Israel cried unto the God of Israel by reason of their bondage. So in Psalm 107 verse 28, it says, Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. And so the God of Israel will then bring restoration to the situation. He will bring to an end our trial and tribulation, because it says in Psalm 107 verse 29, He makes the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. So how are we going to feel when our trial and tribulation is over? We're relieved. And our heart wants to express thanks unto the God of Israel. That's why it says in Psalm 107 verse 30, Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he brings them unto their desired haven or their desired rest. So we've looked at Psalm 147 verse 3 and verse 7 and we've given it a personal spiritual application but Psalm 147 is also referring to the nation of Israel being in exile and in captivity in the nations of the world where they've been scattered and when the exile of the nation of Israel or Jacob is over the exiles who are redeemed from their captivity will give praise and thanks to the God of Israel. We can see this in Psalm 147 verse 2. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. What is the building up of Jerusalem? He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. So this is referring to the ending of the captivity of the nation of Israel in the lands where they've been scattered. And how's these people going to feel when they're no longer in exile or in captivity? They will rejoice. They will give praise. Thanks. Psalm 147 verse 7. Sing unto the Lord with Todah, a thank offering. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. We can see how the thank offering is associated with ending Jacob's captivity or the 12 tribes of Israel. In Jeremiah chapter 30 verses 18 and 19 as it is written. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents. So what's associated with ending the captivity of the nation of Israel? And out of them shall proceed Todah, thanksgiving. So the attitude of one who's coming and expressing thanks unto the God of Israel is that he expresses that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. We can see that these are the words that are said to those that bring the Todah, the thank offering, the sacrifice of praise, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11, as it is written, In the voice of them that will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. And of them that will bring the sacrifice of 
praise. We can also see this in Psalm 100 verse 5. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. So the Todah, the thank offering, praising the God of Israel for who he is, because of who he is, the fact that he's sovereign, and he knows the beginning from the end, and he's good and his mercy endures forever. Glory is brought to the God of Israel when he heals our wounded heart and ends the captivity of our land. We can see this association in Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13 and 14, as it is written. And it came even to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers were praising and thanking the Lord, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, and his mercy endures forever. For then the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. So let's summarize what we've covered so far in this teaching. Number one, what the King James translates as the sacrifice of praise in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 11 is in Hebrew a thank offering. And we can express thanks to the God of Israel with our own spoken words from our mouth or in the form of a song. Number two, the Todah or the thank offering is to be expressed under the God of Israel as an act of our own free will. Number three, giving thanks to the God of Israel or the Todah or thank offering is to be a lifestyle of praise and worship unto the God of Israel. And as a result, number four, we are to offer thanks to the God of Israel daily. And number five, we thank the God of Israel for all of his blessings to us and his goodness and his kindness and his mercy, his compassion and his love. Number six, the God of Israel wounds or he allows our hearts to be hurt, but then he also heals our broken hearts if we will not turn from him, but instead give him thanks. Number seven, the thank offering proclaims the goodness and mercy of the God of Israel. Number eight, the thank offering is associated with ending for the 12 tribes of Israel, their physical captivity or exile in the nations of the world, but it's also associated with our individual personal lives and the spiritual captivity of our land and our land being our hearts and our lives. Number nine, the bride of Yeshua offers unto him as a lifestyle a todah or thank offering or praise unto his name. Number ten, because the thank offering is the spiritual medicine to heal our wounded hearts, when we are restored and made whole after we experience trials, tribulations, persecutions, and our heart gets wounded either from others or we question the God of Israel because we can't understand an event that happened in our lives, when he restores us, it gives glory to the God of Israel and it gives glory to his name. So let's continue our study on the sacrifice of praise or the Todah or the thank offering and see what other things that it is associated with. First of all, we're going to see that the Todah or the thank offering is going to be associated or connected with the Shalem or the peace offering. So we can see this in Leviticus in chapter 7, verses 11 and 12, as it is written. And this is the law of the sacrifice of the Shalem, or the peace offering, which he shall offer unto the Lord. And if he offer it, the Shalem, for a Todah, a thank offering. So in Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11, the peace offering is the Strong's number 8002. It's the Hebrew word Shalem. And one of the applications or meaning of the peace offering, it's an offering for alliance or friendship. In other words, it's an offering that's associated with having table fellowship with someone. 
Or in other words, it is an offering associated with having a personal relationship with the God of Israel. So if we want to have table fellowship or a personal relationship with the God of Israel, we must bring to him a todah or a thank offering. Because in the rest of Leviticus chapter 7 verse 12 it is written, And if he offer it, the shalem, the peace offering, for a todah, a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the todah, the thank offering, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. So from this we can see the principle that the todah or the thank offering is associated with us having table fellowship or a personal relationship with the God of Israel. In Psalm chapter 50 verse 14 it is written, Offer unto God todah, thanksgiving thank offerings. We can also see how the shalem, the peace offering, is linked with the todah, the thank offering, in Second Chronicles chapter 33 verse 16, as it is written. And he repaired the altar of the Lord. Spiritually, what is our altar? It is our heart. And why would we need to repair our altar, our heart? Is because it's been wounded. So what's involved in repairing or restoring my wounded heart? Goes on to say he sacrificed there on peace offering, shalem, and thank offerings, todah. So how are we to bring this thank offering to have table fellowship or a personal relationship with the God of Israel? It says we're supposed to offer this thanks and praise unto him with unleavened cakes. Unleavened is the Strong's number 4682. It's the Hebrew word matzah. And unleavened bread represents without sin. The God of Israel wants us to be holy before him. We can see this in Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2 as it is written. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, You shall be holy. The Hebrew word is kadosh. For I, Yahweh your Elohim, am holy. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 15 and 16 it is written, But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That's the King James Old English way of saying the way we live our lives or our lifestyle. Be holy in your lifestyle. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Leaven in the Bible represents sin. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6, it is written, Your glorying is not good. Know you not that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Paul goes on to explain in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Messiah, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. So when Yeshua died on the tree, he offered unto us through the shedding of his blood the forgiveness of our sins if we will come before him and repent of our sins. So when we receive Yeshua into our heart and our lives, there is a blood covenant exchange. He takes upon him our sins and he bestows upon us his righteousness. So in having the righteousness of Yeshua, we are to live a holy lifestyle through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That is how and why we are unleavened in Yeshua. The Bible gives different examples of leaven or sin. One is hypocrisy. In Luke chapter 12 verse 1 it is written, In the meantime when they were gathered together in innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they tread one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, First of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. 
Another leaven of the Pharisees is they wanted status among men. Well, that's going to conclude part one of the series on the subject, The Sacrifice of Praise. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.